The last word on sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. World Cup time. Uh, we're joined tonight by Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer with the Irish Daily Star. And first by Mark Lawrenson. Brazil beat Switzerland 1-0 while I've been doing the programme here. I didn't get a chance to see much of it. Saw a little bit before we came on air. Were they good? Did they look like World Cup winners? No, Matt, would be the honest answer to that. They looked, They played in the first half like they did in the first game um, where you know they were making sure that they kept the ball and they didn't obviously concede at all. But no, they, and they scored very, very late. So... Yes, we know there's no Neymar. Did it make a massive difference? I would say no, judging by, obviously, you know, the way they played the other day. But what they do do is they came up, they came up with a, a moment of brilliance uh, from Casemiro. Great, great finish towards the end of the game. But, but generally, Switzerland played extremely well and they just held them at arm's length. But listen, you know, play 2-1-2. Um, and they're through to the next round, which, of course, tournament football really is all that it is about. But in terms of you know, being on the edge of your seat watching them play and it wasn't one of those performances. But that's not necessarily what you need in the group stage, is it? No, no, it isn't. It isn't. And the throw, you know, the six points and maybe change the team around as, as well for the next game, etc. There was lots of substitutions. Uh, and it's it's very much that, um, you know, the, the, the German coach is, is very much kind of, sorry, the German coach, the, the Brazilian coach is very much, look, you know, we start at nil-nil. Uh, we don't give goals away. We build on it. And at some stage in the game, you know, some of the brilliance of the players that they undoubtedly have will win the game. And that's what happened today. So, Kieran Cullingham, what about the Neymar situation? Because Miguel Delaney was arguing the other night with us that he has a tendency to draw other players or draw a number of players to him, creating space for the others. Did Brazil mm. perhaps miss that day against Switzerland? Uh, well, you could argue. Well, you'd always miss of a player by his quality. Like any player of that uh, calibre draws more than one player towards him, so it's nothing new, and it does open up space. Um, you know, they have more to the ball than just Neymar Jr. Ven- Vinicius Jr. wasn't great today, but he did have a goal. He did have the ball in the back of the net. It was disallowed for offside at the VAR call. Uh, but I think for the you know it does look like he'll miss the last group uh, game as well. But they will need him for the for the knockout stages. Like there's so many phony wars at the group stages. Like if you think back to previous World Cups, generally you don't really remember the group stages. The knockout games no. that stand out in your memory. You know this is a lot of you know shadow boxing. And even as things stand, like Germany were in a bit of trouble. But as things stand, I don't think any big team is going out. You know. When, which is, is pretty unusual. Normally there's one or two casualties, but as things stand, it'll be a bit of a surprise if any of them go out. Yeah, you're expecting Germany so to be Costa Rica, who were the shock winners over Japan, who had been the shock winners over Germany. Mm-hmm. But what did you think, Kieran, of Spain's performance last night? And Are they a bit like the 2010 team in that they can murder you while keeping possession without necessarily scoring lots of goals? Well, if you think back to that team, uh, you know, it's, uh, no, that team won um, the World Cup and two European Championships. And it's, uh, for quite a lot of few games, you know, they didn't really have an outstanding striker. You know, they had David Villa uh, at some games. But, you know, so that's you know, really where the kind of concept of the false nine came. And Spain have a lot going for them now, but I don't think they have that top striker now. You know, Ferran Torres started last night. He was never great. In his Manchester City days, we remember that. And, you know, he was taking off eight minutes at the second half. Alvaro Morata came on. He did score. 
but uh, from what we've seen in Morato over the years, he's not outstanding. You know, I don't want an old an old pal of uh, Mark's is Alan Hansen, and Alan Hansen was haunted by the line that you never win anything with kids. And they have some brilliant players, but they're very very young, and you just wonder, you know, is it is it too soon for them? Could it be, Mark? I mean, they have this mix. There is experience. Busquets has mm. been around, it seems like, almost since the last century. Jordi sure. Alba's around a long time. He still looks very fast, even given his age. Laporte and Rodri, plenty of experience. But then you have kids like 18-year-old Gavi, 20-year-old Pedri. And is this going to be the coming generation that could do it for Spain in this World Cup? Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that, Matt. Um but you know, the, I mean, the Morata thing is is really interesting because he, because he came on and scored very early. But what he, what he will do in that team is he'll hold the ball up for you and he'll make mm. defenders mark him. Whereas obviously, you know, with the way that they're playing without, uh, you know, with a false nine, whatever you want to call it, is that you know defensively the team playing against them can come out and play themselves. So it's it's an interesting thing. I think as the tournament goes on, that I think we'll see more of Morata. I mean, he took his goal brilliantly. Um, but I think the thing with Spain as well was just a little bit of weakness last night when, when the Germans suddenly decided to go for it. And obviously they got the equaliser and, and they looked a much better team. And, and the, the Spanish team looked a little bit vulnerable. And the, the two young lads you were talking about were lost. They were, they were completely lost. And I think other teams will look at that and think, ah, maybe this is the way. But I mean, listen. They're still a fabulous watch. And if it wasn't for a fantastic save very early in the game by the German goalkeeper, I think Spain would have won, would, would have won and won comfortably. What did you make of Germany, though? The fact that they dug in, showed a bit of resilience. Can mm. they be contenders or do they just look like they're lacking a bit of quality, particularly in getting goals? Lacking, lacking quality. Work extremely hard, as you'd imagine. Very well organised, as you'd also imagine. But no, I, I, I don't see it. Muller played for quite a long time in the game, but they just, they just didn't really have it up front. Sane came on um, and, and looked better than obviously what they had. But that, you know, coming as a sub, that you're under no pressure whatsoever. So no, I don't, I think they'd be difficult to beat and they might go a couple of more rounds, as it were, but I do not see them winning the competition. Could it be, Kieran, that we're going to have very few European contenders to win this tournament? No, I don't think so. Uh, no, I, I think France are favourites at the moment, and I wouldn't. Then uh, I would give Spain and England a chance. I don't think I'd say that. I don't think Netherlands have been convincing. You know, the fact that Germany, like Germany, the goal last night was scored by a guy called Nicholas Fulkrug. A lot of people wouldn't have heard of him before the World Cup for good reason. He's twenty nine. He's had a career of a journeyman. He only made his debut 12 days ago for Germany and uh, he was playing second division football last season. So that kind of shows where they are. You know, the kind of... Great finish though for the goal, wasn't it? It was a great finish. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's put his name up in light. But, but uh, I'd be looking around, like I'd be very surprised if there's anybody outside Brazil, Spain and France... Yeah, what about France? Could it be, Kieran, that they've and actually England. been no, helped by... England in there, in fairness. They would have to throw England because oh, England helped... We'll throw England week. under the bus in a moment. But uh, <laughs> France, could the fact that Benzema is not there actually have helped Mbappe and the the structure of the team? Do you think so, Kieran? I could do, but uh, I think Mbappe is so... You know, there's very few players I've ever seen with his acceleration. You know, it's just frightening. Yeah. You know, you know, to see it in the flesh, like it's just unbelievable what he what he does. Like you see this guy, 
And think of his age. Like, he could be five or six years away from his peak. Like, what is this guy going to do? So I think any manager, you look at the players you have and you think, OK, I have to play to this guy's strength, no matter if you're Benzeman, no matter who else you have in your in your squad. And I think they have it everywhere. Now, sometimes, like, Loris has the odd mistake in him, but uh, I just think they have it on the bench. They have the experience. They've won it before. You know, they, Even before they won the World Cup, they were near being championship final and to deal with the pressure of a tournament at home soil. So they're very seasoned, and they are the team to beat, I think. Okay, which is interesting, Mark, when you think about the fact that they've also, without Benzema, without Pogba, Kante, and yet they seem to have such strength and they still have players on the bench they can bring in. Yeah, yeah, and and they're working extremely hard. Sometimes you watch the French and you kind of think, can't you just raise it a little bit? It's all very much you have the ball and we have the ball and that kind of thing. So, no, it it, it looks good for them at the moment. Um, As Kieran rightly says, Mbappe looks unstoppable and... um, He's just got this nightmare where somebody plays against him and he slows the defender down and then he just goes and you cannot you cannot catch him. But I'm never I'm not a hundred percent convinced by the French. I, I don't think they'll get to the final because I think I think they'll have a bad day and when they have a bad day they have a really bad day. We will talk about England in more length tomorrow before their game with Wales, which takes place at the same time as uh, the really interesting game between Iran and the United States of America. But, okay, England are almost certainly, unless there's a freak set of results tomorrow, which surely can't happen, England are going through. But they were shockingly conservative against the United States. They were lucky not to lose that game. And why isn't Southgate trusting the likes of Phil Foden, Mark? I don't know. Nobody knows. And he keeps saying, oh, he's in the squad and he'll be used at some stage. Well, I think he'll play tomorrow. I don't think there's any doubt about that uh, whatsoever. But will he be played in the knockout matches? Uh, well, let, it, let's see what he does tomorrow. That, I think that's the thing. But if if he plays well, I think I think they will keep him in. But it's a strange one with with England. If you remember in the Euros, Matt is a they played Scotland at Wembley, and mm. and their performance the other day was very very similar to that. The, the, the thing with England is it's you know when they win, the journey you know what the journals are like they're going to win the World Cup, and then when when they have a game where obviously they only drew. And it was a, a lacklustre performance. It's like sack the manager. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's this, is that. Some, somewhere in between lies where England are. And I think what will happen, I mean, obviously they'll go through most definitely. Teams will not want to play against England. It doesn't mean to say that they won't beat them, but they will not want to play against England because they are strong and they are quick. Um, and we'll talk about them more tomorrow evening. But sure. Kieran, uh, is there also maybe perhaps, you know, we're talking about Mbappe possibly going to be the star of this tournament. Is there a sense maybe of the passing of the guard that we will witness in a 20 minutes' time the continuing decline of Cristiano Ronaldo? Brilliant goal from Lionel Messi, Lionel Messi against uh, Mexico to help Argentina win, but that the two of them are unlikely to be able to bring their countries as far as they want. Well, if you want definitive proof that their era is coming to the end, the talk is of Messi playing in the MLS next season and uh, of Ronaldo now going to the Saudi League. And, you know, those are those are reti- semi-retirement moves. You know? So this is their last big tournament. You know, I can't see... I don't think Messi... Well, you never know with PSG, given the talent they have, but they, they, do, they do seem to find a way to blow the Champions League at some stage. So I don't think there'll be any grand uh, hurrah, for, you know, final hurrah for them in the Champions League. So this is it for them. And I think the Argentina team looks as poor as Argentina have looked since 1990. 
You know, the, he pulled it out of the bag with a brilliant finish on Saturday against Mexico, but they, they definitely don't look like contenders. And I can't see Portugal being contenders either. And then what about Belgium, Mark? Because I was asking Kieran earlier about European countries. Mm. I mean, we had doubts about them because of their age and because of injuries to players like Lukaku and Hazard coming in not fully fit. But surely, even given those things, they're underperforming. Well, yeah. I mean, De Bruyne has thrown his teammates under the bus as well, saying, saying that they're too old. I mean, defensively, they are too old and they're too slow. And I think what's happening now with them, Matt, is that the midfield players are trying to protect the back players. Consequently, they don't really get up the pitch. They miss Lukaku, obviously. De Bruyne has not been the same. But but they'll qualify for the knockout stage. And look, if you get a, a De Bruyne on form in one of the games in the knockout, you know, they could win a couple of games, but... To be quite honest with you, I think one or two of them are looking to go home and pack the bags. Yeah, in 45 seconds I've left for you, Kieran. It's been a really mm. odd tournament, hasn't it? Because between a lot of doer, yeah. dull, nil-all draws, there's been some really enjoyable games involving the countries we mightn't have expected to provide the entertainment. Yeah, no, no. The two, the, the the first two games today were cracking games. Particularly Cameroon, Serbia. I really enjoyed that game, and South Korea, Ghana as well. South Korea coming for two 0 down, draw two two. Ghana getting the winner then, and it's a reminder of the motion around the World Cup. Like we watch so much football now, and we see many, so many, but you never get goal celebrations in any other competition like you do at a World Cup. Yeah. It just means so much to players and teams. Thank you very much, Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer with the Irish Daily Star, and Mark Lawrenson. And of course, we'll have more World Cup coverage on tomorrow's programme. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4 30.